You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily Ohio State Buckeyes podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to the Locked On Buckeyes podcast. Matt Hayes, Brandon, Dean. Mm -hmm. It is Friday, December 7th. Friday, baby. Couldn't come here fast enough. What a crappy week this has been. It's been a really slow, groggy week. I know you had some stuff going on. You got a lot on your plate <laughs> around here. You can let me know about that. But look, at least the sun's shining. But I did walk outside today. I wasn't feeling that. No. The, the ice on the windows. Mm-mm. I'm not I hate this. <laughs> and I know people and I know people are saying, well, you guys uh, live in Columbus, Ohio, you do this every year. Yes, but you can still complain about it sure because it sucks, right? Your body doesn't necessarily get used to it being freezing cold. I woke up in the middle of the night, my apartment was an ice box. That wasn't good. Because I'm the guy, I wake up every night to pee. Like it never fails. Like there, clockwork. There's never a night middle where of I night. sleep through the entire night. That never happens. So I'm up all the time. And also I'm the same guy that's gonna wake up tomorrow at six thirty AM like I do every day. Sure. So that's just how I'm it works with you there, for me, yeah. right? And you're dog tired on the days you get up for work, but on Saturdays and Sundays, you're ready to we go don't have to do seven anything. o'clock. It makes no sense. I hate that. But anyway, um look, it is Friday. That's a positive thing. Payday, baby. It is payday. Look, I'm excited tomorrow. We got a little sweet night, the jackets, nine seven one CNR. I know you got you guys got one coming up the Buckeye show. You yep. guys are going to see the Golden Knights. I get to see Tom Wilson in person tomorrow, so I'm excited boo about him. that. Boo the hell That's out of That's definitely going to happen. I'll be cheering on my guy Torch. And if you're a big Jackets fan... Uh, big Hoodies fan, you mean? Yeah, he was swagging out yesterday. He looked good. He looked clean, he right? Looked I like Torch, man. We yep. met Torch a while ago. AR took us down there to meet him, which was really cool. And if you're big into hockey... Um, you didn't know we have Torts on nine seven one CNR Carpenter and Rother from noon to three every Wednesday at two o'clock. So if you're the big best into segment that, on the uh, radio station, it's good stuff every week. It's good stuff yeah. because it, you know the positive thing is we can kind of spin this into some just head coaching talks. Like a lot of coaches in sports, they don't give you much. No. He gives us everything. Coach speak. Yeah, he gives us everything, and sometimes it's too much. Sometimes it's too much, but no, Torches is as, re- as as real as it gets, and uh, no, we definitely appreciate that. So. Look, we got some exciting stuff to get into. Gene kind of took us behind the curtain of the coaching yep. search of who he looked into uh, tomorrow's the Heisman Trophy ceremony uh, with Tua Kyler and Dwayne going up to the Big Apple NYC. I hope Dwayne gets some good pizza up there. I don't know where you're at with the New York-Chicago debate. I don't know if you've had both. I've I, had both. Okay, I've had both, right? And I think I got to lean Chicago. Yeah. I think I got to lean You know where dish. I lean. I know you're there too, but I think I have to officially – you know, put my vote in for Your this. declaration goes yes. to the deep dish. and I'm going with the deep dish. My friends and I went last year. We had it every night. Where'd you Come- guys go when you were in Chicago? Where places? Um, I love Giordano's. There was another hole-in-the-wall place where we just called because they were open at like 4 a.m., so yep. we got them. Because, you know, Chicago bars are open to like 5. Sure. Like here in Columbus, they're open until trouble. Right, so exactly. So, um, no, Chicago deep dish, I'm all in. I mean, that was just phenomenal. We ate that every single night, every night in Chicago. I respect that. So we're going, Meredith and I, we are going next week, and it'll be my first ever Bears Packers game. Man, so my guy, my guy, thirty three, James Laurinaitis, who you know barges in on our show from yeah, time to time, slams on the glass. He's a great guy. He hooked me, he hooked me up with Bears Packers tickets next week, so I'll be uh, excited to go there. Haven't been to Chicago here in a few years. When are the, you leaving, B? I'm leaving Friday afternoon. I'm leaving. So I'm, both are both of us are leaving. Friday yeah, afternoon. I'm getting like you're off Friday. I'm going to Cleveland. We're both going to cold weather places. Right, you're going up to Cleveland yep. on Friday. You're taking the day off on Friday. I'm working Bishop and Lauren is because James is out all next week, so yep. I'll be filling in for him Wednesday through Friday. I'm going to blow out of this place at about 1 or 2 o'clock, for you. and then going to pick Meredith up from, 
from school. Yeah. I'm going to drop her off from work and I'm going to pick her up from work and we're just going to hit the road. So hopefully if everything goes well in transit, we'll be there by about seven, seven ish, eight ish, which is an hour backwards for them. So six or seven their time. First stop for me, Maddie. Uh Not even going to lie. Come on. We got our hotel room and it's right by, uh, it's two blocks away from Ditka's restaurant. Oh man. And let me tell you. Yeah. You've told me about this. The pot roast nachos there. If you have ever been to Chicago, like I know that it may be like kitschy and touristy to, you know, go to Ditka's or whatever cuz he's the king of Chicago. It is literally a top 2 thing I've ever eaten in my life. Yeah. The the pot roast nachos there, that's going to be my first stop. Mm-hmm. I've already planned out my weekend as far as eating wise. That's going to be my first Smart stop. Man. Smart Ma- man. We're going to get the pot roast nachos, maybe a couple adult soda pops there. Of course. And then we're going to go get a small pizza at Giordano's small. that night. Yeah, because I'm gonna eat the pot roast nachos. I'm gonna do a small pizza. Wow. You know, I, I'm already getting going from the Didn't nachos. Think you're the type of guy to tap out, be. And uh, well, usually I'm not, but <laughs> you know, I got to keep it light on my first oh, night. Right. Saturday morning, <laughs> she's got a breakfast spot that she loves in Chicago, so we're gonna go there for lunch on Saturday afternoon. I'm doing Al's beef, Italian beef, love it with the hot jardinera on there, the Give peppers. It, yep. mm, wow! Dip that sucker in au jus. Let's go. So Let's the, wait a minute. Okay, so are you gonna do the entire sandwich dipped in? Or are you gonna get the au jus on the side? No, you're I, gonna do I, the I do dip the in. I do the full dip. The okay, full, see, I, I let the people just douse that sucker in there. You eat it there. You got to eat at the bar when you're standing. Out. Elbows out, ass out, like you're in a football guarding position. Make sure none of that drip gets on you. <laughs> I've been, th- I've done this once or twice before. Oh, I hear you. And then Saturday night, I don't know what we're doing for uh, for dinner. Sunday morning, obviously go in, in tailgate and oh, be, get ready for the Bears-Packers man, game. Maybe some adult beverages to keep you warm. I'm sure there will be a few. Um, to keep you warm. Yeah, I'll be headed up to Cleveland Friday night. We're going to see the Greek Freak, so I'm excited about Love that. It. They're taking on the Cavs, and then who knows what we're going to get into. A couple of my friends from high school, one of my best friends from high school lives up there, so they know a lot of people up there. I'm sure we'll have a good time, and both of us will be freezing. So we'll have to uh, definitely find a way to warm up yep. up there in Cleveland and Chi-Town. So we've only got a couple minutes left in the first segment because, like we always do, we talk about food and random <laughs> things. Right. So let's get into uh, kind of what we saw last night at the uh, the college football awards. Nothing shocking, right? We talk about Tua yeah. um, and winning the Maxwell Award and Kyler Murray winning the Davey O'Brien Award. If you don't know what those are, Maxwell's for the overall best player of the year and Davey O'Brien goes out to the quarterback. So uh, I don't know if this is foreshadowing. Yeah. Of what we're going to see tomorrow night on ESPN when, you know, those three, Kyler, Tua, and Dwayne, are sitting there in New York. But it's going to just be fun to soak everything in about what Dwayne has done this year. Because, I mean, let's be real. The Urban Ryan Day stuff overshadowed his week. Of course it did. Right? Because if it wasn't for the coaching stuff, we would have been talking about Dwayne all week long and how amazing he is. But, BMU you and I have talked about this cat from week one all the way on down um, through the Big Ten Championship game. Nothing short of amazing. I, I'm starting to get a feeling that he's not going to win this yep. thing, which is unfortunate because when you look at the numbers statistically and what he's been able to do, it, it's it's absolutely it's mind-blowing. Goofy. Yeah, ball stuff. I think what's going to happen is the two of fourth quarter stat is really going to push him over the top because people are going to equate his numbers, what they would be with playing fourth quarter sure. to season totals, which is unfortunate for him. And Kyle, look, these guys have been ridiculous. That's why all, all three, three of them, them are going to be there. We're yeah. a bit biased here, obviously. We're, but a, Dwayne, lot, we're a lot of bit biased. But deservingly so, right? Because <laughs> yeah, of we're course. Not, we're not, and I know you and I have had beef with the, not beef, but you and I have seen some stuff where Will Greer's been ahead of Dwayne and we haven't been understanding that. Um, but these are the three guys that are deserving to be there. It's going to be interesting to see how slim the votes are. Like I said, I don't think he's going to win this thing tomorrow, Beam, but he's definitely deserving in our mind. But if Tua or Kyler wins this thing, I don't think any Buckeye fans should be upset because both those guys have had monster years. No, there's no doubt about it. I mean, you look at this in any other season or if Ohio State 
is undefeated and going into the college football playoff, then maybe it's a different story, you know, and because, you know, we talk about this award all the time. It usually goes to the best player on the best team. Now you can look at guys, look back at guys like Robert Griffin, the third and Johnny Manziel and Lamar Jackson. And those guys just put up, you know, seriously like sicko stats. And so uh, when you look at a guy like sicko Dwayne Haskins, yeah, seriously, when you look at a guy like Dwayne Haskins, Maddie, uh, what he did throughout the course of the entire year, you know, we, we watch, we watch all four quarters of an Ohio State game every weekend. We watch every single play. Sometimes we rewatch the game. We watch it over two times. Yep. And so we're more ingratiated, I think, with Dwayne Haskins than the rest of the country, even though Ohio State gains the most eyeballs out of any team sure. when they're on national TV. Uh, but I- I'm with you. I think that you know what Kyler Murray has done. You knew that this was going to be a one-year ride for him because he's going to be off to Major League Baseball uh, getting his guaranteed millions. Which is of, what he should of do. Of course. Of course it is. And so he's off to you know Major League Baseball after this year. you got another year of Tua down there at Alabama. Could challenge Archie for a two-time Heisman winner if he wins it this year. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's tough to think about. But when you look at Dwayne Haskins, you know, we have. We've said it since the beginning of the year that this guy's going to be nuts. You know, just yeah. the way that he sits back there and his pocket presence and his arm strength and his arm accuracy, mm-hmm. everything about him is crazy. And the fact that he scored, what, 17 touchdowns, 17 total touchdowns over his last three games. When you look back at the Maryland game, you look at the Michigan game, yeah. and you look at the Big Ten championship in Northwestern, I think 13 of those were passing and four of those were on the ground. 17 total touchdowns in your last three weeks. Bananas. I don't get – I don't understand, um, especially with the Heisman, how they're saying that 10% of the votes were in before this last week of the college football season. I don't get that. Ridiculous. Um, and then especially as well for like these final season awards. Mm-hmm. You know, I know they like to do it the week after the, the, the season ends with the championship games and everything, but let's push that back too. Because, I agree. I mean, we're talking about guys in Will Greer and Gardner Minshew who are out there, you know, for these Davey O'Brien, Maxwell players, whatever, you want, whatever you want to talk about. We're talking about those guys out there. And it's obvious that even if you you don't think that Dwayne Haskins should win the Heisman, he is obviously in that top three level yep. of quarterback this year. So I think that's a bit of baloney, and he deserves uh, every award and every uh, accolade that would ever come his way. No. Look at what he did. He shattered records. We're talking Destroyed about the, the, one of the biggest programs in college football history. Yep. He ethered every single season single season record for passing in the book. When the conversation comes up with the best Ohio State quarterback of all time, he's definitely in that conversation. No doubt about it. Yeah. There, there's no question about it. Now, he's not going to win the Heisman, probably. That's our feel. Troy won this thing in 06 here. He was absolutely ridiculous. But when you look at the history of Ohio State quarterbacks and what this young dude has done, 4,580 yards, 47 TDs yeah. to eight interceptions, on 70% completion percentage. I mean, it's absolutely it's, a good clip. it's absolutely absurd. And the last thing we saw from him uh, last week was 499 yards with seven incompletions. So, <laughs> I mean, he's absolutely ridiculous. This guy has been everything as advertised. We've been on it all year long, and I'm sure you Buckeye fans have definitely enjoyed watching this dude play. I want to let you know about Sling TV before we hear from Dwayne because he was on Golick Wingo, and Wingo this morning. Uh, we'll play some clips from him here in a second. You don't want to watch the games. You need to watch the games. Are you sick of paying for 20 channels you never watch when you just want to see your team win? Sling TV gives you the live TV you love. Only better. No useless channels. No long-term contracts. No hidden fees. Cancel anytime. Sign up for Sling TV and get a seven-day free trial. Locked on listeners can get their seven-day tr- free trial. Excuse me. By going to sling.com slash locked on. That's sling.com slash locked on. We'll be back here in a second. This is Locked On Buckeyes, your team every day. All right. So, man, there's some good stuff in here from Dwayne. I think what we need to hear about first is just the Meyer suspension and just Ryan Day and how he did. Just to stick with him and uh, give him give him all we have on the field and as a team and that uh, 
you know, at the end, at the end of the game, we'll come out with a happy outcome. And that, um, you know, he did a great job getting all of us together. He did a great job rallying the defense. We're not really being close with all those guys prior to Coach Meyer not being able to coach for those first three games. So I felt like he did a great job. And when you hear stuff like that, I wonder if Gene, not that the players' voices really matter, but I wonder if Gene went to a guy like Dwayne and said, what would you think? Yeah if we handed this thing over to Ryan Day. Sure. We'll get to, you know, some of the stuff Gene mentioned uh yesterday here in a little bit. But that's it's that's all you've been hearing is just positive things about Ryan Day and what he's been able to do and how he rallied the troops and he took over for those three games. I haven't heard one negative thing about what he did no. during that time and I don't think we ever will because what he's done especially not now. Not now. And what he did and the big one was a TCU game and he came out and he had that team ready to roll when the whole nation was watching them. He was awesome. He and Dwayne's relationship, I'm sure, was great, especially X and O wise, what they were able to do. But to hear that one of the leaders of this team sign off on what Ryan Day has done to solidify in Buckeye, Buckeye fans' minds, uh, they should feel really good about what this head coach is going to do moving forward. Because when the players believe in a guy, you know when players don't believe in, in coaches, right? They're not going to shy away from it. Like Dwayne has could have found a different way to word that about Ryan Day, but he went all in right there and said, This guy had us ready to go, had us locked in. Um, and that's just so encouraging to me to hear that Ryan Day will have this thing ready to rock. Of course, and especially as uh, you get into next season and you get into the tenures, James Laurinaitis, the little animal, number 33, is rocking his Rams gears. The Bears are taking on the Rams. You know, I mean, he's... He's the all-time leading tackler in Rams history, yeah, okay? Yeah, and I, I get why, you know, he's a little he's a little edgy. He's a little nervous yeah. this weekend that the Bears are... Uh, Tango may be back. Yeah, I, he, is, he is back. He is back. I saw Nagy say he looked good in practice. That's right. He did. I'm telling you. And Bream is smiling from ear to ear right now, He's coming back, boys and girls. He's coming back. Best running back in the league. Best running back (laughs) in the league. No, but, Matty, uh, getting back to, you know, what Dwayne Haskins said about Ryan Day, you know, you talk about a guy who has been through the system, right? There's a guy in Dwayne Haskins who has been here for three years, uh, only got to see the field really this year, dropped into the Michigan game last year. Uh, But this is a guy who worked closely with Ryan Day. And so to work with a guy like that every day, you really start to get to know a person. It's like me and you, right? We work together every single day. We see each other, you know, six, seven times a week sometimes. So, like, you really get to know a person over the course of that time, and especially when you're spending 10, 12, 14, 16 hours in a Mm -hmm. room together with someone over that course of a time. And so, listen, it it would be fine and understandable if Dwayne would come out and say, you know, Ryan Day handled it like a pro. Uh, We're all good. But, like, the glare – or not glaring, but – uh the highly endorsed recommendation yes. from Dwayne Haskins, who is going to be, he's your first Heisman finalist since Troy Smith back yeah. in 06. All right. right. First time that uh, an Ohio state player has been to New York uh, since Troy Smith take, took that sucker home in 2006. So hear that endorsement from Dwayne. I mean, you would have to think about, you know, these recruits and the upcoming early signing period that you're hearing your star quarterback uh, from Ohio state. Talk about a guy in this much light and this much glam and flash that Ryan Day is going to be solidified as a great coach here as Ohio State, then you know that's something also that puts my mind to ease as a fan, wanting nothing but the best for this right. team. Putting that to ease, man, uh, it, it's fantastic. And you know, I think both guys this year, Maddie, have really stepped into a light of their own. Mm-hmm. Ryan Day, of course, uh, with that three-game uh, interim head coaching tag. Uh, as far as Urban Meyer suspension goes, and then Dwayne Haskins all year. I mean, yeah. these guys were asked to be put into big roles. And on my account, they both wildly succeeded. No doubt about it. Here's Dwayne talking about the big loss of losing Baby Bear. You know, kids like Nick Bosa come out of high school, you know he's going to be three and out anyway going into college. So, I mean, it wasn't a surprise to see him declare. But um, I definitely missed him this season, as, as you could tell. But um, no matter what happens with the, any of our teammates, we show 
never, you know, never ending loving support. And um, we're very proud of Nick as a person, as a player, and looking forward to him killing in the NFL. But, um, you know, we never never got mad at him for making a decision. You know, a lot of people gave, you know, positive feedback on it. And, um, you know, he wishes the best of, best of luck this year. And, um, you know, he's going to do a really good job in the NFL. Such a devastating blow to this team. Yeah, and no it's doubt. always going to be a what could have been. Yep. Could that have changed the Purdue game? Sure. Who knows? I mean, this defense, when he was there, was still getting gashed, right, if we're being real about it. But when you get time to get the secondary, you know, on the same page throughout the year and all that stuff, if you had more games to mesh together, maybe the maybe the outcomes would have been different in certain games, mainly that Purdue game. But this guy, look, he's got a real chance to be the number one overall pick in yeah, the draft. No doubt. Up, okay? So when you lose a guy like that, there's obviously going to be a big hole there. He's a freak show, just like his brother was here. And you see what his brother's gone on to do in the NFL, even though he's been banged up this year. I expect the same from Bosa. But like you hear from Dwayne, there's nothing. There was no pushback from the players inside that room because every single player, if they had the opportunity to be a top ten pick, top five pick, and even the number one overall pick, would have done, made this decision that Nick Bosa would have made. So look, you and I didn't have a problem with it. Of course, I'm not. sure there's some Buckeye fans that are still a little salty about it because you look at the way the season transpired, especially at the end with the college football playoff. But no, man, I'm all good with Nick Bosa and what he did. But to, to hear. Like we said with Day, another leader of this team sign off on that. Just let you know that everybody in that locker room was okay and they had moved on with it and there's not going to be any grudges moving forward. No, everyone was on the same page with it. And listen, you know, we've talked about this before and when this news came down that Nick Bosa wasn't going to rejoin the team and was going to be off to the NFL, there was only one thought to have and that's, listen, man, go secure your bag. Go secure that money. No uh, because, you know, we just saw this past week, was it yesterday? I think Emmanuel Sanders, right? Achilles uh, popped. Torn Achilles popped. Career could be over. Gruesome could, injury. Could be, could be He's in not going to play next year. Right. Not going to play next year uh so you look at guys like that and you know not just at the pro level with guys who have already gotten gotten money but i mean this could happen at at any play at any point in a practice game Mm -hmm. whatever and so if you're a generational talent like nick bosa is and you can change the face of a franchise and maybe you know take them to the playoffs from being three and 13 two and 14 four and 12 whatever Mm -hmm. you know you're a guy that is going to have that much impact on the nfl when you come in here it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. And the longer you stew about it, um, you can obviously wonder what this defense would have looked like. Maybe you're right. The Purdue game could be a little bit different no if Blau doesn't have all that much time. Yep. But really, it just comes down to human nature. Like You just got to be thrilled for that kid. Uh, obviously, you would have loved to see him finish out his career with the Scarlet and Gray, and I think that he would have too. Yeah. He, did, he didn't choose to get hurt. He didn't not. choose to abandon his team. Of course not. And his brother Joey just said a few weeks ago, he's like, he's not even close to playing football right now, yep. so it wouldn't even imagine. Mattered. And so a guy like Nick Bosa, I mean, we're going to be talking about him in April, Maddie, is, mm-hmm. is the number one if, I mean... Top five, lock. Lock. It's lock. Like, top, don't even... Top three Probably locked. lock, yeah. Probably the number one pick of the draft. Uh, but yeah, for Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins to come in with his glowing endorsement of his teammate, uh, I also think that that gives GMs and scouts, you know, something to think about. Like, mm-hmm. this guy... You know, has been through adversity at his time here at Ohio State. They lost the best player on their team. He stepped up in a big way, know what he needed to do yep. to rebound that team. And finally, they kind of got going there towards the end of the year. He was great. Uh, had a new coach come yep. in there for three games. He handled that well, put up big numbers in those games. Then Urban came back, and he decided that, okay, well, I'm going to run the ball now. So, you know, you just look at a guy like Dwayne Haskins, and I do. I think he will be truly, truly special in the league. Last one before Beam lets you know about Sling TV. Here's the big one on whether or not he will go pro. Yeah, I'm taking it one day at a time. Um, I know that, that that decision has to come up pretty soon, but um, for me, I just want to be able to do as much as I can for my team and be able to you know, take one day at a time and ready for the Rose Bowl and you know be Washington. So 
I'm excited for the opportunity to play in the NFL, but I know it's not going anywhere. So, you know, I got to sit down with my family after bowl season and see what we want to do. But um, definitely an intriguing thing going on with that too. Now, you and I have been looking at this from kind of our own prism, right, yeah. and how we would do things. But that's interesting to hear that one nugget at the end sure. there where he's saying the league's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. He's not lying. But I'm sure – I don't know who his parents – the coaches, Ryan Day, all of these guys are going to say, you know what, Dwayne, look at this quarterback class. It right. ain't that strong. Sure. It ain't you that strong. You could be the guy. You could easily be QB1, and you could find yourself as a top five pick here in a couple months. How often that comes around, we don't know. Now, Dwayne may look at this thing and say, you know what, I'm better than Tua. I'm better than Jake Fromm. Sure. I'm not scared of these dudes. I'll come back next year and I'll still be the QB1, which he'll still have a strong case of being. Right. He'll still be a first-round lock next year. There's no question about that. But when you talk about dividing up the money, you know how tricky that can get when you trickle down the first round and all that good stuff. But my expectation is when that clock hits triple zeros in the Rose Bowl, he'll probably announce Peace. I'm going to the league. Yeah. That's not going to surprise me at all. But it's very interesting to hear him say right there that the NFL is not going anywhere, Beam. But I think you and I have been in the camp all year, like you said. Go get the bag. Go get the coin. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. If you have a chance to be the first quarterback taken in an NFL draft and make some history that way, I think you should do it. But who am I to tell somebody what to do? That's just my opinion. I think he's got the skill set. He's definitely going to have the skill set to go to the league and dominate. It's just going to be, does he feel prepared, right? Because you're about to go play some grown men. Sure. And we've seen some guys yep. go to the league maybe a year or two early where they haven't had that much experience. Look at your guy, Trubisky. Sure. Last year wasn't as good as this year. No, no He only way. had a, a couple handfuls of games of uh, at North Carolina. He struggled a little bit. Then he took him a year to figure it out. Does that matter to him, or does he just want to be done with college? It's all, all up in the air, and I'm good with any decision he makes. Yeah, I'm never going to criticize anyone for doing what they think is best for their personal life. I mean, what's the difference? You're not going to tell me what's best for my life, right. Maddie. I'm not going to tell you what's best for your life. At the end of the day, you have to do what's best for your family, your friends, yourself. No question. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm not going to criticize anyone. And if he decides to stay, then, then good for him. If yep. he decides to go, then good for him. Either way, I truly think that you have a special quarterback anyways in the NFL. So, um, you know, but some guys just like college. Some guys just love college That's and what I'm being saying. at Ohio State and going to classes and, and hanging out man. with your friends and not ha – I mean, sure, you have a pressure on you, but, yeah, but you talk about being drafted with, you know, top five overall pick. Like, there is an immense amount of pressure yes. that comes with that. And yes. that's why those guys get paid the amount that they do yeah. because they grind every single day. Yes. Every single day. You look at Drew Brees' workout plan. That guy takes zero no. days off. Yep. He's in there he's in the lab all the time yeah. and that's why he's one of the best and so some of those guys aren't ready for that responsibility yet. I think Dwayne is but personally it's his decision mm -hmm. and we'll see after the Rose Bowl what he decides to do. Maddie let me tell you about our friends at Sling TV. Please. You don't want to watch the game you need to watch the game. Are you sick of paying for 20 channels you never watch when you just want to see your team win? Well Sling TV is the best way for you to watch college football. For only $30 a month you can get ESPN, Pac-12 SEC, Big Ten and more. Stream it on your big screen and all of your favorite devices. Sling TV gives you the live TV that you love, except it's only better. The best part about Sling TV is that there are no useless channels, no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and you can cancel it at any time. Sign up for Sling TV today and get a seven-day free trial. Locked On listeners can get their seven-day free trial by going to sling.com slash locked on. That's S-L-I-N-G dot com slash locked on. Go to Sling TV and check our guys out. You are Locked On Buckeyes. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts Locked On. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. Right, we got a couple more minutes here. Just going back to a bit of a coaching search, Gene did uh, speak about this. So, being we know now, it was two college coaches, one NFL coach. Yep. 
in the day, man. And look, you and I talked before this. You threw it out there, and I agree with you. It's probably Vrabel, Matt Campbell, and Fickle. Yep. Those are the other three outside of Ryan Day, which shouldn't be surprising to anyone. Um, Look, he wanted somebody. He mentioned it at the press conference that knew about Ohio State. Now, Matt Campbell has Ohio roots, so I'm sure that's why he was interested by that. And also, he's the hot name, man. He's the hot name. Right. So you guys, you guys will be hearing a ton about if there's a job opening coming up and he decides to leave Iowa State. So none of that surprises me at all. Um, look, Fickle was definitely probably going to be the leading candidate because, you know, people probably wanted to see him rebound after sure. the six and seven year. But look, Ryan Day, I'm all in. And I think a Buckeye fan should be all in because what we've been hearing from Gene, I don't think, like we said yesterday, Urban's not signing off on Ryan Day if he doesn't think like Urban said that yep. he's quote unquote elite. So no, we just wanted to let you guys know about that. Two college coaches, one NFL coach and Ryan Day. Yeah, I'm with you, Maddie. It was, it's got to be Matt Campbell and then Fick and then Vrabes. But I mean, you look at those two guys and Fickle is in his second year down at the University of Cincinnati, probably still has a couple more years to go uh, before he would be kind of in that real candidacy to get this job. But listen, you know, Luke Fickle and Mike Vrabel, these are two Ohio State graduates. These are two legends on the football field for Ohio State. Of course, you know, that that ability or not ability, but that kind of apple over your head, mm-hmm. sitting there, that's the Ohio State coaching job that does funny things to people because uh, if you succeed here, you'll obviously be here for forever and your legend will continually grow. Now, uh, you look at a guy like Matt Campbell, obviously you said his Ohio his Ohio roots run deep uh, through him. So, you know, I, I, I'm, I was kind of torn on the Matt Campbell thing because I'm with you that, you know, it could have worked out, yeah. but I don't know specifically what Matt Campbell brings exactly. just because he hasn't been inside the program and the program for the past seven years under Urban Meyer yep. has been clicking so strong. So you get a guy to come in here with Ryan Day uh, for the past two years who has been able to learn under Urban who and Urban has given, it, given him more responsibilities, it seems, like month by month, week by week. Uh, so a guy like that to come in and take over, and you're right. You know, Urban Meyer ultimately wants the best for this program. He doesn't want this program to go up in flames nope. because that would – you know, tarnish his legacy a little bit too to see Ohio State kind of go by the wayside. So you're right. Urban Meyer wouldn't sign off on a guy unless he knew it was the 100% right thing to do. Gene Smith is absolutely right in this, that they they knew what they had. Uh, I think he's going to be absolutely spectacular. And uh, obviously time will tell. We'll see what happens with Ryan Day. But I'm telling you, man, like you're going to wake up, I think, in in three years and say that was a slam dunk hire by Ohio State. No doubt about it. I'm with you. All right. That's a week. Wrap it up. Look, the Ravens, we're about to go into Arrowhead. I love it, man. We're going to take down the two kings of the AFC and, and NFC And we're going to get this thing done this weekend because people are sleeping on my guy 8-Ball. And I call him 8-Ball because when he runs so fast by you, you get high. That's right. I it's love just, it. It's just a blur. We'll be back on Monday. Everybody have a great weekend. Watch the Heisman Ceremony. We'll talk about all that. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Buckeyes podcast. We out. We out.